Welcome back to the I'm Sorry Grandpa podcast, the only podcast in which I am Spongebob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good laugh. intro. That's not what I sound like. Okay. Real, real style. Right. Real, real recognized real. Um, I'm sorry, Grandpa. Getting it down, funky in the smunky with pineapples. What am I talking about? Jesus Christ. Um, I'm here introducing my two co-hosts. The one down under, the one in the pineapple. Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> and the one who plays extremely well clarinets and other assorted instruments and hates their job. Manny. Yep. I thought you thought I thought you said you don't want me to introduce y'all anymore. <laughs> Did I say that? It's fine yeah, yeah. You I guys don't like that. it when I said like uh, it's this person. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it's fine. I believe you. <laughs> I think Morgan was, was like I prefer I prefer uh, having it more open ended. I definitely didn't make any comments like that. You do it however you want to do it, man. Mm, I'm yeah, dude, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for our podcast today, we we starting a new month, which I feel like we haven't done in like three months. It's been a fucking long time. Um, but now we have a new we have a new uh, theme, and that theme is horror reboots. Only the horror reboots. The the, the title is just called horror reboots, and the premise is basically we're only going to watch movie mo- past horror movies that have reboots in them. And the one I chose is the 1988 remake of The Blob, which was originally a 1958 movie sci-fi horror film. It's a weird film, but probably as far as horror films go, it's a very simple plot. Uh, monster lands down in a backwater country in California, and it goes to town on the town, and the people there have to figure out how to destroy it, or specifically just two people for some reason. Just two teenagers <laughs> solve the whole crisis. Not never mind everyone else who are completely inept. But um, we did a special watching party, uh, watching way of watching this. I watched it about a week ago, so my, my mind's a bit unfresh. But you guys watched it like two, like yesterday together, right? Yeah. How'd that yesterday. go for you? Yeah. Um, yesterday. Yeah. Uh. Yesterday. Cha. Bad. Good. Cha. Um. Cha, bro. Cha, bro. It it went pretty good. <laughs> Um. So yeah, me and Morgan watched it together. Morgan was the one streaming it. Um, you know it's cool. I, I like watching movies with people. Um, Morgan's a nice person to view things with. She didn't talk too much, but didn't mind when I talked. And I think mm. um, I think we had a generally good viewing experience. What would you say, Morgan? Yeah. Uh, it was she hated it was a it. movie that we watched. And if I missed anything. Because I wasn't paying attention, Manny was there to recap it for me, so it worked out in favor of me. <laughs> that, <laughs> that actually happened. Yeah, Morgan wasn't paying attention for like the first half, and I had to like, be like, oh yeah, we saw this. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit unengaging, especially in the beginning. Mm, like, yeah. did you guys get that whole like 
survey of the town, the beginning part, the churches, like mm, it was weird. No. You mean just Symbology. like the opening shot where it's just showing different parts of the town parts, and then it goes into yeah. the football game? Yeah. I think I, I think that's when Manny was making his sandwich. Uh, I was definitely making my sandwich during that part. I had a sandwich. <laughs> it was uh the it was sandwich more mozzarella easy. with some tomato and basil on a ciabatta. Oh, the blob would eat the fuck out of that. Yeah. I'd eat that. You know. I am the blob, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fat jokes. No, I, I mean... Uh, Did you say fat joke or bad joke? Fat jokes. Fat joke. Fat joke. Wow, Keanu, you fat you're the, boy, you're the one who brought it up. <laughs> Holy shit, my self-esteem's at an all-time low now. I love that band. Um, too bad they're not <laughs> in this movie, because they weren't around yet. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> so, let's just get, like... A quick idea about everyone's idea of the plot. Did you guys just enjoy the the sequence of events, or did you kind of find it kind of lacking in any way? Uh, uh, I'll saying, go ahead and start off here. Well, what I, was the question? Did we enjoy the sequence of events, or did we find did it we, lacking? Yeah, the plot. You know. Yeah. So the movie. Did yep. we like the movie? Yeah. yeah. Is what he's asking. No. He just phrased it weird. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I enjoyed the sequence of. Um, of events. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was pretty well paced. You're right. The introduction was a little bit boring, but I think it really picked up. And overall, I think the film actually really holds up, not just in uh, the writing and the acting, but I thought the practical effects were pretty damn good, which I'm sure we'll talk about more because, I mean, it's a creature flick. We got to talk about those practical effects. We got to. We got to, honestly. I think it's the coolest part of the movie. It's probably the best part of the fucking movie. Yeah. Morgan? Uh, 100% I agree the special effects the creature effects they were the best part of the movie watching the blob appear watching the blob like kill people the way they looked horrified trapped inside of it the way their faces got all weird looking that was definitely definitely the highlight I feel like I mean the plot was underwhelming and the characters were underwhelming for the most part there was a few like I don't know fun or quirky moments here or there but for the most part it was uh it was the blob that stole the stole the show yeah i mean like i think it seems like we're all like already interested in it so let's just kind of get down into it like it's a very it's a very freaky amalgamation and i can't believe it's not a real thing like it looks real as fuck to me like it doesn't make any sense how they made like silk screens essentially and turned it into like a living creature. It's I don't understand. It's like wizardry to me. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, I I don't know which um, company ran point for this practical effects, but um, I think by this time horror films that you know dealt with practical effects. We're getting really, really good at them. And I feel like there was like a few big names out there and even some smaller names that were just doing good work. Cause you think about some of those practical effects from like the late eighties, early nineties, and you get some stuff that holds up crazy good now, especially in comparison to like early uh the early days of like special effects, right? You see the mm-hmm. tail the tail end of practical effects when it's done really well, those hold up way better than the early end of uh, special effects, right? CGI in like the 2000s mm-hmm. was balls compared to like the practical effects that we had in this film and even in stuff like yeah. gremlins or um what have you the thing jurassic Park. The thing also have 
Jurassic Well, Jurassic Park was, you know, years ahead of itself, and it was also a mix of special and practical effects, correct? There there was a couple of CGI moments, I think, with the herds in Jurassic Park. And yeah. a couple times when in the Velociraptor scenes that happened. Yeah, but actually segueing back into this film, uh County made a point earlier that there were some special effects in this film. There were, uh, and they were terrible. They were, they were bad. <laughs> it was were good, not good. Though. I loved it. God, no. It, and especially in comparison to, again, the practical effects of this era are just top-notch. And like the people who worked on this film to do those practical effects, wow, those were really well done. Because, you know, you guys have already shown your admiration for it, but the blob is fucking creepy looking. Yeah. Like, imagine that thing just coming up outside of your drain and shit. You gotta be like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck? You would understand it. I, I would not understand anything like it. Um, yeah. I do wish the blob had more of a, I guess, a personality or more uh, of a character presence. It really did feel like it was just a blob and its purpose or any kind of a character driven aspects of it kind of were, were didn't really exist. It was really fun to watch it kill things, but it also fell flat and it kind of felt a little one dimensional at the same time. Yeah, it's less of a, a karmic retribution or anything. Uh, it's, it's less of a, anything. Personality was more of a force of nature. Um, what was it? I was watching yeah. Freaky like like a oh, day, day beforehand and I was comparing them in terms of monsters in them. The, the, the serial killer... Obviously, he's a serial killer. He has a personality, but he ha- his kills have a meaning to them. He kills people who piss him off. He doesn't like them. He thinks he's greater than them. But the blob is indiscriminate, and I think that's kind of the point. Like, uh, it's kind of funny. They make the mention of it. It's like a pathogen that's like become bigger than it already has, and it has no distinction. I think that's it's a classic like uh trope for villains to have. You don't have just like a force of nature versus man, right? Like they have that in, I think they have that in writing school. I can't remember. Yeah, that is a that is one mm-hmm. uh, type. It's either a man individual versus many individual versus individual yeah. nature versus individual. In this case, it was nature versus individual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's but a little still, reminiscent too yeah. of. Sorry, continue. No, no, no. Go for it. Yeah. I was gonna say specifically the creature. And the way that it uh, creates that obstacle of nature versus man is kind of reminiscent, again, of Jurassic Park, because much like the dinosaurs that were brought back to life by man, this blob was created by scientists, correct? Yeah, they were. The the implication. I'm not sure if it was like an alien that then they studied and created something from or if it was created from the beginning from them. It means so either way, original, it was an alien, correct? And then in yeah. this version, it was like a pathogen, yes. bioweapon. Mm-hmm. Yes. And either way, it goes to show the hubris of man, thinking they the can hubris. control nature mm. when... Oh, yes, the hubris of man, nah. thinking they can control nature, when in reality, nature is an uncontrollable force and will always find a way. <laughs> Life I will. Like find a way. Yeah. Yeah, this is the second time we said this. Are we sure not Spielberg fans? I, I have a feeling we might just have I think, to be. <laughs> I think the problem is that we just wa- watched Jurassic Park twice. We watched it <laughs> a year ago, and then we're watching it again now in this film. In blobby form. 
Yeah. Well, I DJ wanna... Blobby Hill. What? <laughs> nice. Oh, it's a God. reference but... to my uh, handle. Oh, the... God damn it. Of the course. dinosaurs in Jurassic Park had so much personality and it was cool like just watching them for more than just the, you know, the special effects and the puppeteering the and all that. The blob I felt like was only fun to watch because of the the effects and not for any other mm. reason. I I want to make a, a case. Not that I like it, because I actually do think it's a bit boring in execution, but the way I think of the blob is kind of like those uh, devastation movies once about earthquakes or like giant tsunamis or whatever mm-hmm. think of like 2012 it's that's the biggest case of force of nature but why i don't like those movies and i why, why i like the blob is because like well obviously it's gory and i think that's cooler but also i think it's more creative to have to give like life to this monster it's it's exploring the mechanics of something that can move through anything and has specific junctures to kind of like act upon when it's just a force of nature, it's just like, well, I can't be outside and I have to escape it. And right. It's this one. The personality is actually being handled over to the government agency who we're supposed to be afraid of, actually. Or in this case, we're supposed to be aware of and paranoid of. If I'm not mistaken, right? Whatever they're called, it's CPA, EDA. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what their handle was. No, nah. <laughs> their internet handle. <laughs> DJ Bobby Hill. <laughs> DJ, DJ Blobby Hill. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 we might transition to become a radio show, and that's just going to be your thing. <laughs> that's um, terrible. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> DJ Blobby Hill, it's a good one. I, I'd also like to go ahead and point out that I, I did think that the story and the acting weren't nearly as bad as they could have been. And like by no means is it like an Academy Award-winning performance in either respect. But... I don't know. It's it's a horror film, and you know sometimes you get some pretty bad acting and writing, and you know it, it's like it's you know again it's it's not Citizen Kane. Have any of us watched Citizen Kane? Yeah, I don't. I don't like think that movie. I've seen Citizen Kane. <laughs> yeah, so we should make that. No compare. Citizen Kane fans here. <laughs> fine. Okay. Fine. It's not The Departed, but <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me think uh, of a film that has better writing. It's uh. It's not Jurassic Memento. Park. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's not the best writing. It's not the best acting, but I think it's, it's not UHO. And I think, oh God, that <laughs> film is so bad. <laughs> I think this film uh, is worth a watch for anybody who enjoys the uh, creature flick type of film. Because, again, the creature is really well done and it's really not as bad as it could be in terms yeah. of acting and writing. It was very middle of the road. I think the yes. story, the acting, like none of it was subpar but it wasn't also it was it was par it was it was just good enough that you could sit through it and enjoy the blob killing everything and it felt like everyone was just hitting it just right not no one was going above and beyond but no one was really like like no one was dragging their weight either yeah actually as well executed so i'm gonna interject real quick because i want to make fun of keanu you say (laughs) par for the case par for the case yeah no, par for the par course. Par for the course. You fucking Bon Apple Tea. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Keanu. You, English God. is not my first language, okay? It's, it's new for me. Um. Yes, it is, you <laughs> dipshit. That's my line. 
I wanted to steal English it. is your first language too, Manny. I know, which is why we're both dipshits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd also like to interject there to uh, <laughs> interject yourself. Int- yeah, I like to interject with uh, my own interjection. Uh, we talked about briefly how like no one was really above and beyond, but I will say there actually was one character whose acting was really well done because I fucking hated him. Was it and Brian? I think I hated him. Oh, the rapist. Oh, yeah. Oh no, yeah. not that dude. Brian's the main character. It's the dude who was no. like, okay, the rapist no, dude. About the fuck no, it. no, Ugh. not him. It was the it was the guy that got murdered while he was in the middle of trying to date rape. Yeah, yeah. with uh, the the knocked unconscious. Yeah, fuck that girl. guy. Well, God I guess she was already it. dead, but that dude actually yeah. played scummy so good. He was very good at playing oh, yeah. scummy. Yeah, it was a little disturbingly so. It was. And that scene went on for so long. I, I felt it was so unnecessarily long. I was long. very uncomfortable. I'm like, glad you guys would have mentioned that when you guys were watching it. I would have been like, what the fuck is happening? What? I, what was I, the question? When, you, when, when y'all were watching it together, like, did you like uh, come come up with like, say, like interject with something or? Yeah, we were basically talking through the whole oh, thing because yeah. we wanted to avoid, we wanted oh, to avoid my. watching it. I'm so sorry. I did not know that was going to happen. Trigger warning. None of us did. Yep. Date rape. Content warning. Yeah, it's creepy. More rape. Why do so many of the shows we watch have rape in them? It's because of... Writers like to, you know... It's because of the, uh, what is it? The phallocentric maleocracy. The male gaze. I was going to say they wanted to, like, push the boundaries of what's acceptable. But I guess that's just a normal thing to describe, to like depict in a in a movie. I, I think I don't they know. genuinely wanted to give us someone to dislike. That's my hope. That they were like, "Hey, you want to see someone die? Here's someone who deserves it." Yeah, it sucks that like she had to die too. It did. It's not like the whole. I don't know. Not like a karmic retribution. It's like if she got away with it, then it'd be like a former karmic retribution. We'd be rooting for the blob, but. Like we I said, were rooting for the blob in that moment, 100%. In that moment, yes. We couldn't wait but for the But he also killed the girl, killed too. Girl, yeah, killed the girl first. It was very disturbing uh, to be got to. When I knew, when you saw it, like, creep up underneath the grass and into the car, you didn't hear her scream or anything, because she was no. already passed out. Oh, that's yeah, true. And so she, she just kind of absorbed him. It was... So ooh, the blob so kind of did gooey. something fucked up first. Oh, no, a blob kind of... Yeah, actually kind of did the insertion first in a way okay well let's point out real quick that the blob uh, didn't sexually assault a girl it ate a person which is all it does true true but i guess i guess well it's probably better to describe it because there is no like weird creepy upshot up her panties or something yeah like, the I blob didn't do anything creepy case. or gross it just ate it is a mm-hmm. weird single-celled organism of sorts it just consumes yeah and i will say Despite uh, despite the the long kind of scene of him working his way into her blouse, the film was generally shot very um, chastely, very modestly. There weren't a lot of like uh, breast shots. shots or butt shots or anything like that. It was pretty modestly done, even if we had to get that extended moment with the skeezy guy. Oh, yeah, totally. So I appreciated that from the direction, the directing at least. Yeah, I appreciate that too. We didn't have to. Also, it didn't it lasted for a while, but it didn't last too long. It was just unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, speaking of characters, I know Morgan didn't seem to enjoy the characters. What did y'all? I'm, I'm kind of curious though. What did y'all in general think of like the main characters we had, like the ones that last the longest? I guess. Uh, do y'all remember their names or? Um. Yeah, it was Billy Penny? and Penny. Billy and <laughs> Penny. So Brian is the the biker guy, Damn and Meg it. is the cheerleader. Oh wow, we were Brian. super off. And Meg. No. Meg, not Penny and Brian. Well, Penny's a good one though. Billy? It's very. It's How the so fuck did we get Billy names. and Penny? Because they're like eighties, nineties names. Maybe you know, hey. it's like it's the nostalgia of like that time. It's like Billy Penny. Uh, there might have oh, been her last Billy name was somewhere. Penny. That's why. Oh, Meg Penny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they were. I don't know. They were cool characters. Ish. They weren't like crazy or anything, but. I kind of liked uh, Brian's like anti-authority kind of thing. He even says it at Point Blank one time, and I thought that was very funny. Wait, like, what did he say? I don't, I don't trust authority. Oh. <laughs> he just like leaves. He smokes, he drinks, he drives and fixes his own fucking motorcycle. Like He's like the cool bad boy. He's also an asshole to Meg, I think, at one point. He's like, yo, wait, wait, wait. Gets a soft side. Oh, heartthrob. Kind of ugly, though. I won't lie. I don't think he was. I, he was I don't think he has a soft side. I think he's just a sub. Uh, <laughs> me and Morgan were talking about this while we were watching it. What? But uh, basically, he only started being nice to Penny. Uh, or I mean, when she. That's right. When yeah. she like oh, no. yelled at him, and suddenly he was like, "Whoa, settle down. Have some. Have some water." Yeah, she basically told him to fuck off. I think she called him like a asshole, or she cursed at him, anyways. And then he was like, "Here, do you want some food?" Yeah, she said. She said the word "shit." He was like, "Oh, I've never heard you say shit before." Yeah, he was turned on. <laughs> She's the dom. Uh, he's the sub. That's a hundred percent what it is. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he's he's basically a brat, kind of. Uh, apparently, he's like he's, he's a like what's asshole. his face from the Breakfast Club? Bender. Yeah, his name is Bender. Shit, John Bender from the Breakfast Club, and she's uh, Molly. He's a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, but I don't oh, get. Kinda, yeah. Why do people, everyone hates him in that small town? It's such a weird thing. And they just all it, accuse him of shit. It is kind of weird that they all just disliked him. I guess because yeah, he's Yeah, Manny different. said that in the movie. He's like, why does everyone hate this guy? He hasn't done anything. That's what I'm saying. Just that's a dude. He's, the motorcycle, he's man. Yeah, that's it. That's what Morgan said, wears, exactly. And he wears leather jackets. People hate that shit. Yeah. He comes from a poor family. We hate poor people here. Do we know he comes from a poor family? His family's not around. That's that's what yeah, they talked that's about. That's the implication. That. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, they said it. They said it. there's no implication. This film <laughs> just says things straight out a lot. You know, it's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I wanted to like bring up something kind of tangential related to this movie, and just about the blob in general. I guess, like as a concept, there have been. This is a very unique movie, right? Like the monster in identity, or not an identity, uh, just by itself. Because I don't know of anything else that had a blob as a monster previous to what this movie. What about in like Doom Patrol? I mean, the original blob. What? The original, the original blob. Well, this is a remake of that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. But nothing. But like, I mean, past that too. It's like this started the blob as a monster. I think. Let me look up when the Doom Patrol comic was written because the the woman in that just becomes a giant blob oh. 
I feel like it'd be a bit later. Deep Patrol came out like the 60s. Yeah, it was 1963. So it is like a 10 years after the original Blob. Exactly. It's a really for how no, for how middling the idea is. Yeah. I don't I was looking up and I was like blob. There is no blob monster ever mm. before this movie. So I was like, why is there no blob monster? It doesn't make sense to me. But like cuz like I'm so used to seeing blobs in video games and anime and TV shows. It's a very common and easy trope to use cuz it's just, you know, it's a thing. You don't have to think too hard about it. But there's no religion cases for it. There's no like weird sci-fi stories except for like you know washed up blobs from like car- dead, dead whale carcasses or whatever it never comes up and for some reason this movie kind of started the trend it, it, it's like i looked it up too actually i think it, it found its way into D because the guy who made D like you know he likes old movies like these and he's like oh this is a cool idea and it just kind of falls everywhere it's weird that this kind of middling movie created like a whole monster out of itself which doesn't make sense because like it's an okay movie all i'm i'm I'm, I'm talking about the old one but obviously even this new one is also an okay movie hey did you watch the did you watch the original one keanu i only watched a couple like scenes from it just to get a Mm. feel for it and you know it's a hokey 50s movie like you know what can you do but it's just weird to me like it doesn't seem like it has that much staying power, but slimes are like, or blobs rather, are like the most iconic creature from Dragon Quest. Like you, and in an AGRPG, the first character you meet is either a rat or like a slime. It, it's weird how easy you find these creatures everywhere. I just thought I'd bring that up. Well, I just learned what the blob was based Star on. Star Jelly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. like from an actual incident that happened in Philadelphia, and then they decided to make a movie on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Star Trek is a weird concept, but I think it makes sense when you rationalize it. Reading through it, I mean, the blob is basically just based off of, is inspired by Star Jelly, but it could also be seen to be uh, sort of a ripoff of a short story by the American horror and science fiction author H.P. Lovecraft, which makes sense that something... Wait, which story? Uh, the Color Out of Space. What? What's that one about? It's about the blob, basically. An identifiable substance that falls to Earth during a meteor type event forms the background oh. to the color out of space. So the blob is uh, H.P. Lovecraft or Bob. Rip-off. Oh, God damn it. I did not know that one. That that rips my, my whole idea to shreds. That annoys me. <laughs> I also wanted to bring up one more idea amongst you guys. Uh... I alluded to before, but what did you guys think of like, because this is, I looked it up too for the original movie. The original movie didn't have um, a government intervention. Like they're the ones who caused the, uh, the blob to uh, grow to the size it's at. I think it's fair to say this movie has a strong distaste of government and government policies and people in it. Before the government was the one that was saving people in the original movie. Well, this one, the government is one that's not doing that they're the one who caused it in fact they enable it to occur even after the fact so much so that they create a fake uh what's it called a fake pandemic to you know keep people subversive and you know that that kind of hits a bit harder now that we're still in this right in this pandemic ourselves and it it kind of rubs me the wrong way is what i mean to say and i'm not sure if anyone else got that reading out of it aside from me i guess what do you mean it rubs you the wrong way 
like I I get that the government has done some really shady shit before. Like that's kind of obvious. But I I feel like people could like go back to this movie and get the reading like, oh, this supports my views and that, you know, I shouldn't trust the government. I don't know. I just okay. had the idea like run through my so, head. So your take is that the blob could kind of be used as like a conspiracy anti- theory. Anti-vaxxer like conspiracy theory, like, oh, like you shouldn't trust the government. They're trying to poison us all. They're it's a cover-up. Yeah. I mean, I'll go ahead and say this now. The government is malicious sometimes. Sometimes yeah. they they do things that, you know, ruin um entire communities or entire environments. I mean, it's just something that does happen. So you shouldn't trust the government sometimes. But I don't know. I didn't make a direct correlation between that and COVID, which also to just go ahead and put my stance out there, I think COVID conspiracies are insane. I don't think the entire fucking world government decided to create some weird fucking conspiracy to like put microchips in everyone. I think COVID's a very real pandemic that happened and it's just unfortunate. And it's, you know, the same way that like the Spanish flu happened a few fucking hundreds of years, uh, decades ago, I guess. Um, But no, I, I don't know. It didn't rub me the wrong way personally. Uh, Back to you, Morgan. Back to you, Morgan. Yeah. I'll say government or anti-government sentiment is uh, of just something you see a lot in movies like this. There's some sort of shady government organization that's trying to utilize X creature or or Y organism or whatever to uh, benefit whatever their needs are. Um, So it's just, it's a common trope that I feel like, you know, it's, it's not, um, it's easy to not, I guess, directly correlated. I didn't really uh, think of it that way either. And I guess because this is such an older movie, I wasn't really looking through uh, present day lens. Um, but if people wanted to do that, I mean, you can't you can't stop people from interpreting things however they're going to interpret them. I wouldn't call this movie yeah. malicious for using a shady government agency in their in their movie because that's just. Like Manny said, governments are sometimes malicious. That doesn't mean they always are. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's important to do your own research um, and <laughs> look at, I guess, both sides. Don't just chill in your own echo chamber. And if you oh, yeah. choose to, to take kind of a, a malicious message out of it, you know, that's, that's on you. I wouldn't blame the movie for being a movie. Uh, I think we've run out of a bit of steam. So I think we're going to take a quick break and we'll catch you later all right y'all we're back from the break and we're doing a game we're doing the blob casting call because I ran out of time to think of a good game and research it. Uh, so the plot of it is this. You get to decide what kind of monster you are, you know, a famous one or a made up one. Then you have to convince us, me as director and the other person as their monster, that you would be a good fit for to be the blob or an even better monster to be the blob. All right, Manny, uh, give me your pitch. Why would you be a good blob? Hi. Oh no, I not am again. The darkness. I am <laughs> a living shadow 
I think I'd make a great replacement for this inferior blob, because not only can I consume all living things, but I can consume everything within the darkness. The darkness is eternal. The darkness is forever. The darkness is all around us. What is, what is your monster? Are you Batman? I'm, sh I'm a living shadow. I think he's shadow, yeah. <laughs> You're Batman. It sounds like more like Batman. Batman is oh. living shadow. I mean, Batman is kind of playing on those fears of the dark, right? That's his whole thing. Mm -hmm, but he d he's a karmic retribution for good. He is. Where this Batman. shadow is just um, uh, like the blob. It the bye-bye man. It is a non... It has no morals. Entity. It has no uh, sense of right or wrong. It just consumes everything. Like a black hole. He has no face. He has no snout. Anyways, that was that. mine, you asshole. Fucking don't. I liked it, though. <laughs> liked it, but you made fun of it, Morgan. I just, it just, like, confused me. I was like, wait, this is the Batman. You're just like, I am the night. I am the darkness. And He's Batman's you always shadow. play, like, super, like, low-pitched characters whenever we roleplay. Even in our, our D&D game. I, I don't know what draws you to them, but I like it. Well, I mean, it, it, just, it makes you feel any better. For that one shot we're doing, I'm probably going to actually do a half lane and probably do like a whole like high pitch like british like i was thinking of doing like oh, a british kind of like hey governor how you doing buddy let's uh fucking go <laughs> that sounds amazing yeah. so that's that's something i'm doing for that one shot sure <laughs> okay morgan what what's your what's your monster pitch sell, sell me a monster so uh i am Icy hot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's very uh, cool. <laughs> Basically, the icy no. <laughs> hot agent uh, inside uh, whatever icy hot the balm ointment is, I come alive, blob-like. But unlike the blob, I will not. Uh, I will not succumb to cold because I'm icy and hot. So I'm the blob, but better. You're the blob uh, level up to like level 100 blob, you know, like those mobile games where you just get slightly better. Yeah, I'm mobile games, <laughs> Icy Hot, the blob. <laughs> this, this sounds more like a sequel pitch, but I like it both. Um, I'm gonna have to give it to Manny though. I, I prefer the, the, the night as a cover. That actually could be kind of sick. Like uh -huh. the, the darkness that swallows you. Yeah, I don't shadow, know what that'd be like. shadow tendrils. I feel like, Ooh, has that been tunnels. done before? Because It's definitely been done before. I don't know. But it hasn't been done well. I'm sure. I think, does Full Metal Alchemist do that? Oh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's God, right? They're, like, their whole... The no, no, true son. Their son? Uh, what's his name? Remember? The little, the little boy. Oh, does he do that? Oh, from, like, the original one, not Brotherhood. No, in Brotherhood, he does that, too. What? The son? Yeah. Oh, is that kid? What? No, Wrath isn't in both of those. Well, not that Wrath. Which? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pride. Yeah, He's pride. pride. King Bradley's kid. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I never understood that. That's what it was. Another block Yeah, character. yeah. Yeah. That's definitely one of them. There's also, I think, like an Xbox 360 video game that had a very similar uh, <laughs> premise. And I think even Spawn does that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, but another Batman clone. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of stuff like that. I mean, it, people are scared of the dark. That's I guess Doctor Facilier or whatever kind of has the oh, shadow, yeah. the shadow creatures. Yeah, 
Dr. Facilier? Uh, from... From Doom Patrol? The Princess and the Frog. Oh, I didn't... Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I... But he's a voodoo magician. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, it, it's it's, like, it's a tale as old as time. People are scared of the dark. It's mm-hmm. true. Very true. Very goosebumps. Mm. I will see you both again for the Blob sequel. Maybe we'll put you in for a mini sequel like uh, Junior Godzilla or something. Thank you for participating. Yeah, wait, Manny, what's what's your shadow movie called? Oh, I didn't even come up with the name. Um, the Shadow. Did you come up with a name, Morgan? The Darkness. Yeah, it's called Icy Hot. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Eternal Darkness. <laughs> Eternal Darkness. Which I that, think is an actual video too. game. Yeah, it is. We're so original. I love it, guys. <laughs> Everything's been done before. It has right? been. So that's it, huh? Yeah. I'm glad, and thank y'all for participating in this I'm Sorry Game Pod. Assuming... Rating time, bitches! <clears throat> I rate the movies, bro. Come on, that's my oh, <laughs> I thought I thought I was gonna transition to. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, we gotta oh. do the theme of the the month no, theme do, thing. No, we do rating, then we do the. No, theme. the month theme first. And rating is the last thing we do. What is it? Yes. No, it we're goes, gonna talk about our thoughts. It goes rating, it goes theme, and then it goes who's next. No, it goes it goes game month theme discussion, then rating slash thoughts, then who's next? Okay, fuck it. Let's go theme. <laughs> but um, what is it, Keanu? What's this month's theme discussion thing? Did you find this movie scary? Did we find it scary? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. No. Was it a scary movie no. to you? Not at all? No. Nothing scared you? Wow. No. I guess, yeah. We're doing horror reboots, huh? Um, it wasn't scary. No. It's a creature. I found it scary. It's a creature flick. <laughs> creature flicks aren't really scary. I mean, I usually am afraid. I'm not really afraid of creature flicks either. But like, I think they did the jump scares pretty well in some cases. Interesting. Some kind of unnerving. Uh, I did places, like the sounds um, and shit. Yeah. The scene where like they're in the water and like the blob can kind of go in the water too. Like that. That added some nice anxiety, I think, for the characters, oh. which was fun. But I didn't. I still yeah, don't think it was scary. I maybe have a lower threshold then because I usually. I usually don't like a scary thing. Like the thing was scary, but it was more atmospherically scary. Right. This is like a this felt like a fun thing to be scared of in a movie <laughs> kind of deal. Yeah, if you wanted to force yourself to be scared, it would be it would be fun to be scared of. Hmm. I think I'm just a big baby. But um I just remembered they killed a kid in this movie. That usually almost oh, never yeah, happens. Oh yeah, that's right. right. And yeah. yeah, I remember thinking like, damn, this movie, I will say, did a great job in making you feel like anyone could die at any time. Like even and I mm-hmm. even thought like the main characters could possibly not make it out of it alive. Uh, not very many movies. Usually, you know, who's got the plot armor and who doesn't. But I thought this movie yeah. did a good job with just like killing people off after letting you get to know them. And then you're like, oh, I guess they don't make it to the end. All right. Everyone uh, can die. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I really thought that sheriff was going to make it. Yeah, and I thought the kids would make it because, yeah, you don't think they're going to kill kids, but they killed one of them. Yeah. Damn. He melted. They went that there. That was rough. Good for and them. also, I, I guess in a few horror films, like, <laughs> like the sketchy, gross people, like, make it longer than they should. But, like, that rapist was killed right away. Yeah, he was oh, yeah. killed right Saving away. Saving grace. The, That's the a Hail Mary. The uh, priest made it to the end, and he had a weird, his whole his whole thing was so weird from beginning to end. 
Yeah, he was crazy. Hey, what the fuck was that? I never. I thought I was like, oh, there's a sequel. It de- there's no sequel. It definitely implies uh, like there could be one, or just wants you to. It just wants you to imagine like, oh, it's not over yet. He's going to gestate this creature and eventually le- unleash it on the world when it's time. I I wish they did because I was like, oh, that'd be kind of sick if they had to like fight the the blob over again. But like in the hands of this crazed like Priest. priestly kind of guy, that'd make a great like video game, like Outlast style video game. Um. Well, now that we've discussed our theme that I had to make up on the fly, <laughs> fly. Hey, um, hey, speaking of, let's get into. I know we should probably real quickly, but I guess we'll get into ratings then, because yeah. I feel like this is a movie that we can easily like rate in terms of you know what we liked. Let's start with Manny since he's always the most enthusiastic about his uh, rating. It. It's a six out of ten for me, what buddy. Do you give this? Oh. oh, that's rough. That's a rough one. What? I mean, Fair. it wasn't a bad film. Like six out of ten is fine. Yeah, okay. that's, a, that's higher than I was like, expecting. Yeah. I was going to give it a 7. What, wait, what were you going to give what, it? What are you going to give it? A 7. 7? Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. almost the same rating, yeah. Keanu. <laughs> Fuck off. It's a bit it's better. A 7 and a 6, that's a big difference. <laughs> I don't think it's that uh, big difference. Yeah, I thought I would give it, well, I'll give it 2 blob crystals out of 7. Let's move on to our next movie, then. Right. Who's up next? Uh... Who's on the chopping block? Me. I'm doing it. Yeah. So uh, you we're leaving the blob behind. And honestly, the, all of these movies would have fit in the 1980 horror movie theme from, from last year. Because I'm also doing an 80s film. It's, uh, we're sequeling. It's the Fly remake. No, we're doing it. We talked about it a it's lot come. last year. And you know... So I, it works for both genres or both themes. I'm doing it this time. The fly. Oh, God. I'm going to be so uncomfortable yep. watching this movie. Those great toenail ripping scenes are favorite. Grandpa's dead. He's in the fucking blob. He got turned into a, a fly. I don't know what the fuck Manny's going to pick. The fly would survive. If it was the blob versus the fly, the fly would survive. I do not remember. You think so? The fly remake. But I guess I will remember it soon. It's the one with Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's going to be sexy. Oh, that's the remake? That's the remake. Huh. Yeah. The original one was just like this really short film, right? Where it's like, Purple. Okay. Purple. Yeah. He switches bodies with the fly. They reference it in Pokemon. Right. What? They reference it in Pokemon? Clefairy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Clefairy. Bill, Bill and Clefairy. Where, uh, Bill, you know this one. Yeah, switches bodies with the Clefairy in a transporter. Oh, you're talking about from the in the games. Oh, does that happen in the anime? In too? the yeah. anime as well, yeah. And also the yeah, manga. It does. He's it a Kabuto. Yeah. He's a Kabuto in the anime. And in yeah, in the manga, he is actually switched to the Clefairy, which Clefairy was really supposed and the to be up, like yeah. the yeah. Um Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We're doing the fly? Well, um, I guess the only thing left to say is <clears throat> I'm sorry, Grandpa! Buzz off, Grandpa. Sorry, grandpa. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. Fucking grandpa, shopping. Grandpa, grandpa. I'm sorry. Grandpa, I lost grandpa. where I was going with that. Alright, sounds good. It's the fly. We're going shopping. Yeah.
I completely agree with Morgan on this one. Hard agree, and also I'd like to point out that uh, jet fuel cannot melt steel beams. <laughs> but bro, don't you know the blob is what destroyed the twin? I shouldn't make that joke. Actually. The blob, the blob yeah. did 9-11. Oh god, 9-11 was only 11 days ago. <laughs> Oh, oh boy, it was it was <laughs> ten years and eleven days ago, bro. Nine eleven, the date. Twenty, itself. twenty years ago. Twenty? Mm. Oh god damn, you're right. Yes, god dude. damn, we're, we're old as shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember where I was for nine eleven. 